This is the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast interview with J.C. Voorhees. So my original big picture, that came um, last fall. I like had this idea, because I had been talking with other music therapists more than I normally did, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so valuable. I need to talk to people more. I need to like find out what other people are already doing, because I'm missing it. I'm just one person. Like I can only go so far. So... I wanted to create that for other music therapists. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations, just like a music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Coyote, and I am a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you like what you hear, Join our group on Facebook and share your own insights and thoughts about the episodes. You can also connect with us on social media and online at Music Therapy Chronicles. to the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful week and that you are safe and healthy. Today's episode with JC is a bonus episode. Really exciting. And the reason this is a bonus episode is because there's lots of wonderful stuff coming down the pipeline. And so much of um, the information the guests are sharing is time sensitive. And so for this episode with JC... Uh, We just recorded it, and we talk all about her music therapy mastermind program and course, uh, her vision for the course, uh, how you can get involved, and it's really exciting to hear her passion for this project and to know that these resources are out there and they're being developed. So um, her courses... For financial health are starting this week and next week. So we talk dates and everything in the episode. Um, I think July 2nd is when the next one starts. So hopefully if you're hearing this conversation and you're super excited about everything JC talks about, you'll still have some time to sign up for this mastermind course. And if not, I know that they'll be running it again and they have lots of other great stuff coming along the way. If you're enjoying the show, please let us know by leaving a review on iTunes. Those reviews really help the show be more visible um, and get out to more people so more people can hear these conversations, hear about all the awesome resources that uh, you guys, you music therapists, are putting out into the world. And there are lots of prospective and current students listening to the show, and this is... um, a great resource for them to hear these conversations. So please help the podcast be more visible by leaving a review. You can follow us on social media. We are Music Therapy Chronicles on all the platforms. And you can join our group on Facebook where you're welcome to start or join a conversation about an episode or anything else related. Really quick before we get into this episode, I just want to say that there's some construction going on around my studio space, aka my home. (laughs) So uh, there are some construction background noises in this episode. There may be in future episodes as well, and I'll do my best to edit most of it out. But I apologize for some of that extra noise. And I appreciate your understanding and flexibility. All right, let's get into this episode with JC. All right, JC, welcome to the Music Therapy Chronicles. Thank you. How are you today? Oh, it's a good day. Took my kids to the park and, you know, just doing the music therapy thing now. What is the music therapy thing now? Well, for me, it was, <laughs> I was just recording some videos to share with, um, with other music therapy business owners on growing your business. And then I was also um, looking at 
how are we going to start doing some of these groups again after COVID? And, you know, I don't have answers there, but thinking through it, trying to figure all that out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ask that because it is kind of funny to think about what we're all doing right now is so different um, depending on yeah. where you are and where you work. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> also planning. I am, I am going to cover some groups for at a behavioral hospital next week. And so, you know, brushing up on my teen repertoire, I'm getting older. So <laughs> that's like further and further from that era of my life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I can totally relate to that. I was I'm co-leading uh, like a summer program group and we're going back and forth about song ideas. And I'm like, do you think they'll know this song? Do you think they'll know that song? Is this song yeah. relevant? Like, right. Totally and I mean, every time I do these groups, like they like so many different artists and styles. And so it's a constant challenge, I think, for anyone in our field, like to keep up on what people are listening to. So you do play preferred music it gets tricky totally but it's also important right it's an important challenge that we take on so good for you for using that scope (laughs) so to get us started will you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself uh even outside of music therapy yeah so so with music therapy first so i um did my undergraduate degree at Utah State University, graduated in 2007, and then um, did my master's at Colorado State University a couple years after that. So I've, I've loved my music therapy training. My first five years as a um, professional were working with kids with severe and profound special needs um, at a school, and that just spoke to my heart in a way that I never anticipated it to. Like, I just love that work so much. Um, and then I started my practice while I was there and then have built it after I, um, started my family. So while I was at the school, I had my first baby and he's now eight and I have four kids. They're age two, four, six, and eight. And so I'm, my role is to be, um, home with them right now and run the business. So we have other people working for us, um, doing like 95% of the clinical work while I am on the back end making sure everything is um, running how it needs to be and growing the business. So yeah, I love, I feel like my main things in life are being a mom, being a music therapist. And then I actually just wrote a book that I'm going to hope to start querying. We'll see how that goes. Um, So hopefully we'll add author to that list. (laughs) Yeah. Can I ask what your book's about? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's about embracing. No, I'm sorry. That was my old tagline. It was discovering your value when you think you don't belong. Um, I actually started out wanting to write a self-help book about like about being human and that it's okay that we're human. And it ended up being this incredible process of self-discovery. It turned into a memoir um, that I did not anticipate that. And it's no longer a self-help book. It's, it's a self-discovery book about me um, realizing the, the walls that I had built because of different experiences in my life and, um, realizing that under the surface, I, I wondered if I had value, if I really belonged. Um, and so, so yeah, that's why it's discovering your value when you think you don't belong. The book is called, I pick my nose. <laughs> so, because everybody picks their nose, right? I love <laughs> but that. we all think that we need to hide it and, you know, pretend we don't do it. And so that's kind of the, the metaphor, the premise of the book, thinking we need to, you know, cover these things or, or not even be aware of them in order to fit in. So. Yeah, I love that. I'm excited. <laughs> my nose. Awesome. So you're very busy then. If you're, <laughs> you're running a business, you're, you're running a family, you just wrote a book. So what, what inspired you to start your business? And can you tell us maybe some, um, some really impactful experiences and lessons you've had along the way so far. Yeah. So this is my music therapy practice, right? Yes. yes Cause we yes, also yes. just started. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so harmony music therapy, I, I started in 2009 and I did it because I, during my internship, I learned how to, um, how to create a business that was part of our training. And I really just wanted to implement it. I didn't want to, wait for someone else to provide a job for me or um, like wait for someone else to just do all these things that I felt like I could 
utilize my own skills and go create opportunities, um, not only for my clients, but um, for myself to have work and for other therapists as well. So I was, I was super motivated to grow music therapy in my community. Um, so that was, that was my main motivation. And I, I started with kids with special needs because I just felt such a close, um, I don't know, I, I just feel inspired by working with kids with special needs. If they don't have a voice, like in a very real way, they don't talk, um, using music to help them to, to connect with people and to find another way to engage. So that's where I started. And um, it just has always, always been just spoken to my heart to do all of that. Um, and then I wanted to grow it because as I, as I started staying home, I was like, well, I have this work that I was doing that I can give to someone else. And then now they have work. And what if we did this more? And so we just kept growing and growing, like doubling almost every year. Um, and until now we've got seven therapists working for us and a few contractors. We're from the far end of Utah, Northern Utah, all the way to Southern Utah. We have influence all over, um, these areas. And it's just, it's so energizing to me to know that um we are are putting this service out there because I'm, I'm so passionate about music therapy um we've had a lot of ups and downs i've had um times where you know i i made mistakes i didn't have a, a contract sign a confidentiality or non-solicitation and i had someone like hire someone out from under me and like it was there's been some difficult things um but i've learned like so much oh my gosh i can't even tell you like I've grown so much as a person. I've learned at different times that I almost like attached my value to my business, which I write about in the book. Um, and yeah, I've, it's been an incredible journey to be a music therapy business owner. Yeah, a journey is uh, only what I can imagine. <laughs> so uh, it sounds like you have some employees and some contractors. Is that right? Did I interpret that correctly? Yeah. Um, so my contractors, all of them just have like one or two clients they're seeing and I have them as a contract, uh, arrangement just because in those settings, they're only seeing a couple and it doesn't make sense to pay them hourly. And, and they would almost rather have that. They make more, um, if they're just seeing one or two clients. So, so that's why I've arranged that in some cases, but everyone else, um, I like the team, engagement of an employee uh kind of a relationship and we work together to develop systems and we do trainings together and and I, I love that so but there are times when someone prefers to just kind of be a contractor and I'm like well I've got this work so sure let's let's make this work for you <laughs> so yeah yeah I love that I was wondering how you kind of chose between the two so that's great yeah. that um that's one thing I miss as a contractor is that team and that kind of you know, a communal location or even just regular phone yeah. calls or whatever it is. Uh, but yeah. it makes sense that if what benefits that music therapist and what benefits you as a business owner for them to see one or two people. So, yeah. 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 Alrighty. So let's talk about your, maybe not the latest endeavor, because you also wrote a book, but <laughs> you are, <laughs> you're launching the music therapy mastermind. Um, yeah. So when this comes out, I guess the, well, I'll, let, I'll just let you talk about it and then we'll try and coordinate the dates in my head. <laughs> so we have been doing, um, we're almost done with our first beta group run. So we've had six music therapists um, who are interested in business or currently run businesses, um, part of this beta run. So our first official course um, approved through CBMT for 15 CMTEs is financial help for the music therapy business owner. Um, our plan is to develop more and more courses um, under the umbrella of business, another umbrella of ethics, and another umbrella of um, mental health or special needs or other um, clinical ones. So business, ethics, and clinical. Um, we already have other courses like in the works for those. We just aren't launching them yet. Um, but, but yeah, like this format that we've developed is online coursework. So you spend about an hour a week doing online coursework and we've got stuff like videos and worksheets that we've created. So specifically with the financial health course, one of our modules is on, um, is on budgets. And so we talk about budgets, how to develop them. I give you a template that's a super powerful template um, that can help with cash flow and budgets and all that. And you get to create your budget for your business or refine it. Um, according to whatever your needs are as a business owner. And then the other element is 
after you do that one hour of coursework, we have a weekly mastermind call. So all of the people in the course start on the same date. And so you move through this curriculum together and we have our weekly calls um, where we dig in more to those topics and you can hear what other music therapists are doing. And instead of just like hearing from me, like saying, hey, this is how I do it. We get to hear, okay, this is how this music therapist does it. And this is what's worked for them. And they have an answer to this question that someone else didn't have. And so that's that mastermind element where we all have so much experience and so many different ways of doing things that when we can get together in a group like that, we can realize, oh my gosh, like I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Someone else is already doing this thing that I was wondering about. Um, you can connect with people that way. And it's been, it's been awesome. Like hearing what these other therapists are doing in this beta group and um, seeing them like have light bulb moments, like, oh my gosh, I never would have thought of that. Um, not just of stuff that, not from things that I've said, but from what other mastermind members have said. So that's really what sets this apart um, from just a strictly online program um, or online course is that you get to talk to people. <laughs> you get to ask your questions, like not in person, but virtually, right? Like we're doing this, we do Zoom calls. And it's, it's so powerful to like, to just hear from other people and, and to learn in that way. So um, our first course is, um, is launching in July. So we've got one on June 24th. I'm, I'm guessing this will probably air after that or around there, but, um, so we have two different times. So one will be a morning time. One will be in an evening. So the one starting on July 2nd, that's a Thursday. It's at seven o'clock at night, mountain standard time. Um, and that's just for the mastermind calls and we do record those. And so if you're not able to join each one, um, you can still access them and still get your credits and get the information, but we do highly recommend choosing a time that you are able to, to be there in person because that's where so much value comes is when you're able to, to talk <laughs> and ask your questions. So. Yeah, yeah. And obviously I already said that I miss having like that team stuff, but sometimes it is, like you said, it's hard to like make the time to do it when you haven't done it for so long. <laughs> so yeah, it's great yeah. that you you have these groups, these mastermind groups, and then you offer multiple times and you're making it as flexible as you can to create the support um, and give options within that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we want to add to that as well. So we'll have our, our CBMT approved courses, right? So you get 15 credits for doing this seven week module, seven week course um, on financial health. But then after that, we can still keep mastermind groups. So it wouldn't be a course, but um, this would be primarily for business owners, but where you can do like a one-on-one -on -one coaching call to develop your strategic priorities for the next quarter. Um, what do you want? Like, what do you envision for your business? Um, we can help you figure out, like, let's do two, I mean, let's do three priorities and we'll scale that back and help you figure out what are the like tactical next action steps that you can take to get there. Cause that's one of the hardest things. Like one of my, one of my strengths is being able to see a big project, like starting a new business um, and being able to scale that back and figure out, okay, what do I do right now? Like what are these next small actions I can take towards this bigger reality? Um, and so we take that, that concept and, and teach, um, how to do that. And then we have, uh, mastermind calls twice a month where you're accountable to other music therapists and you get to like, say how you've been doing on those goals and where you're moving towards those priorities and what's getting in the way we can talk together about ideas to break through any things that are, um, blocking you from reaching those goals. And so that's kind of the ongoing, sorry, the ongoing, mastermind component beyond just this coursework um and we also offer mini courses like if you can't afford the big 15 credit thing you can do this mini course that gives you like some videos and worksheets and so we're trying to make it accessible in as many ways as possible so yeah i love that so when you saw the big picture of this idea did you see it as this ongoing course or is it you kind of made it an e-course and it evolved into this more mastermind or like what was the original big picture and is it the same as what's happening right now or is has it changed oh my gosh it's changed so much so my original big picture that came um last fall i like had this idea 
because I had been talking with other music therapists more than I normally did. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so valuable. I need to talk to people more. I need to like find out what other people are already doing because I'm missing it. I'm just one person. Like I can only go so far. So I wanted to create that for other music therapists. And so the original idea was just this ongoing mastermind um, platform. Like you can join this mastermind group and we'll meet weekly and talk about your challenges and stuff. But I've got, um, I've got two of my therapists from Harmony who are helping develop this. And one of them um, was like, well, that just feels so, so open. What if we created courses? Like, what if we had something concrete, you know, a clear beginning and end, and then they could do something beyond that if they wanted. But so that's where this whole course idea came from. And then that's just made it so like, oh my gosh, like this course is so amazing. Like the financial course one. It's been so cool to see what people are getting from that when like we kind of direct and show these are the areas that need to be in place in order to be financially healthy in your business. Let's teach you and then learn from each other. So so it developed into this course uh, course approach. But I love the mastermind component as well, like being able to talk to each other on a regular basis. So so, yeah, that's how that started. And it just blossomed and changed so much as we had these conversations on what is it that is most necessary like most needed right now by music therapists yeah and i'm sure it will continue to every time you have a new group of people taking the course like their needs are going to be different and it'll branch out differently and it'll be this beautiful this beautiful process each time so i love especially that you've titled this financial health And I don't know if it's just like the spaces I'm in virtually, you know, people I follow or whatever, but um, financial health is important. And I feel like the conversation is getting bigger. And especially as a music therapist, as a person working in a uh, helping profession, getting your mindset uh, comfortable around financial health can be so difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It almost feels like we think, it's a bad thing to earn money yeah. for helping people. Um, it almost feels like you're taking advantage of somebody if you're benefiting from their struggles. Like at least, I mean, I feel that. And I talk to a lot of therapists who feel that that's why it's hard for us to say we charge what we charge or to stick to our rates. Cause we want to help people. Like that's why we became therapists. So, so yeah, this is a conversation we have a lot and, even our, we, our topic this past week was determining the value of music therapy. And, um, it was, it was all about, you know, we have this rate setting calculator equation that we can do and it all comes down to, okay, so you need to make a living as a therapist and as a human being, you need money for rent and for food and for, you know, hobbies and things that you like to do. So, when we come up with um, what we want to charge, it needs to be, we, I think we find more comfort when we have a reason for it instead of just like, I just want to make a bunch of money. It's like, no, I need this because I want to do this with my life. And I feel like this is kind of what I'm called to do. I, I want to, this area feels right for me to live in. And so it's almost like you, you make these calculations and you say, okay, I want to make X amount per year. And then from there, I mean, we have different ways of doing this, but you figure out, from that starting point and how much you want to work, how many clients you want to work with. Those are the only three things you need to know. And then it just spits out your hourly rate. Um, same thing for, uh, for those who pay other therapists. I want to pay my therapist what they're worth. I want to pay them X amount per hour or contractors, same thing. Like I want to be able to afford that and not have me sink. And so how do I figure out what to pay somebody? I mean, how to pay somebody what they're worth and still make enough for me to survive, right? So, so we, we talk about all of that. I've, in fact, that's all in the mini course as well is, is really detailed worksheets on how to do that, um, how to come up with your, your profit margins and your um, basically like a freedom metric is kind of the way I like to term it. Like what is gonna enable you to be so financially healthy in your life that when something like a pandemic happens, you're okay because you have enough in your bank accounts and in your savings and in your business and everything to still keep paying people at least for a while. I mean, it's not going to last forever, but, um, how do you set that up? When, when, uh, COVID started, 
it was panic mode, right? Like everyone was like, oh my gosh, what do we do? But I was so grateful because I had um, implemented these principles um, starting like three or four years ago. I learned some specific things that made it so I'm still, we're, we're fine. Like we're fine for like the next six months probably still. And um, and I want, I, I want more than anything to give that to other music therapists. Like how can you do that for your own business so that you're not feeling that weight and that stress of like, where is the next paycheck going to come from and how am I going to pay my people? Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. That's quite an accomplishment. And (laughs) yeah, since talking about money can be so taboo just societally in general, it's, it's hard to kind of, at least I find it's hard to have those conversations with other people and to share like, look, this is what I've accomplished and I want to help you also feel as stable financially Um, so that's awesome that you, you are having these conversations, you're finding success with what you're doing and you're sharing it with other people and in different ways with the mini courses, with the mastermind, that's really admirable. That's great. Thanks. (laughs) I just, I love, I mean, this stuff has brought me so much peace, right. To not feel so many questions, like how is this all going to work? I, and there's a lot to be said for peace and having financial peace yeah that can't necessarily go into a calculator specifically but that's a contributing factor to how much you should be charging yeah Yeah. (laughs) and two of the modules too that we talk about are I mean so some of them are very technical like these are the equations this is how you plug this in this is how you budget and then other ones we also have a module on scarcity versus abundance mindset and another one on value mindset and how are you thinking about these things um and instead of thinking like I'm not making enough or if I lose that contract or if I don't get, get that contract, I'm going to fail. Um, we have those thoughts. I mean, I operate from scarcity so much of the time. I just think we naturally do. And so part of the course is learning how to recognize that is what I'm thinking scarce or is what I'm saying scarce and replacing it. So instead of thinking, if I lose that contract, my business will fail. You can change that to abundance by saying, if I lose that contract, I will have new opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, so how can you reverse that that thinking? And, and that impacts how you think about money anyway, right? Because if you make all the money in the world, but you still have a scarcity mindset, it will never be enough. Mm. So it's what I have is enough and I have more value to give. And as you start to give that value more and more, it's naturally going to happen that, that you'll be financially healthy when you set up these kind of parameters and mindset yeah have you read the book um you are a badass at making money by jen jen sincero oh it's on my list i've heard that they are so good she has another one too right yeah just you are a badass um yeah they're both good but what you're what you're saying reminds me of the making money book she wrote because at the end of every chapter it's that mindset stuff it's like okay so why are you grateful for money and what are you going to do when you make this? And, um, yeah, yeah, having those, those goals. So it's not just like, Oh, I want more. I want a lump sum. It's the same thing you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So it's great that you have filtered that into a music therapy, um, mindset on top of this money mindset. (laughs) Yeah. It's, there's so much to be said for, I'll definitely, I'll have to move that book up higher on my list of ones to read (laughs) because, Yeah, it's it's so so valuable. And then it money is not a dirty word. Money is a vehicle to do more for people. And yes. um, you know, you can set aside more for your team or for your clients. And you know, we set aside a certain percentage of our revenue each month to a scholarship fund for clients. And um, but we, we're telling our money where to go because we want to. We know the end end result. Like we want to create and provide these things. So money's not dirty if we're doing that, right? Money is a is a blanket that helps everybody yeah so learning to manage that it's so valuable so I I want to go there so I don't want to use the word excess but I guess when you you've set up this scholarship fund um for you know you're telling this money where to go right so what are some other creative funnels that you've made to put money into that's it so it doesn't become this lump sum so that it is going back to yeah. support you or your community in some way. So for someone who's like, I want to charge more, but then I don't know what to do. What are some of the ways you're filtering your income? 
Yeah. So, so I don't know if this answers the question directly, but I'll start here. So I divide my money out every month into, I have like five different bank accounts <laughs> um, with the same bank. So it all comes into my income account and then I divide out a specific percentage into different accounts. So one of them is operating expenses. So that's where I'm paying my employees and paying all of our business bills. Another one is um, owner's comp. So that's where I'm paying myself. So there's always a percentage of money in there. So I'm never like, oh, I need to skip. Well, I have skipped paying myself during COVID just, you know, to keep paying my employees um, in some cases or pay myself less. But so, yeah, there's um, operating expenses, owner's comp. Um, there's taxes so that you're not hit with taxes and you're like, oh, my gosh, where did that go? So percentage just goes right to a tax account and I just ignore it. And then um, savings or profit. So this all comes from Mike Michalowicz's book, Profit First. And he doesn't specify savings. I just do that. He calls it a profit account. And then you can divide that out to profit sharing for your team. I never had quite enough in that profit account to like make it that exciting for my team to do profit sharing. So I never did that. But that's an option. If you want to put a certain percentage into a profit account and pay out for your team, like here's a bonus this month um, or this quarter because we had a new influx of clients and you guys are doing amazing. So that's an option. Um, and then, yeah, the scholarship account as well. So, but we like to do um, instrument gifts for our clients too. In fact, we haven't done it for a while, but we've got a whole closet of instruments that um, we can give to our clients. Like if, we just, we just want to give them something, right? So we can do gifts like that. Um, we like to do team events. We didn't do it this last quarter because of COVID, but we were going to play laser tag or, you know, just having fun together. Um, and, and then, yeah, just, I mean, really you can do so much. Like personally, what we bring in for our family, like we have this vision of traveling the world and taking our kids to go live and be with other cultures and to you know, realize that all people are people instead of living in this homogenous society. And so that's a goal we've got too. So, you know, the, the income I'm making is very intentional from my business. We set aside a percentage to go towards that life goal for our family. So I don't know if that totally answers that question, but we just, we know where our money's going and um, we have a very specific desire for it. Um, and then the, the savings, like I've built up the savings purposely so that we would have at least three months worth of um of, of money like so three months enough money in there to cover us for three months at least if something happened which is why we're doing okay um with covid so we don't we don't earn all the money to spend it we earn a lot of it to save it for a rainy day and it's raining and pouring right now so <laughs> thank goodness <laughs> No kidding. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that and uh, being open about it. Because sometimes just hearing someone else's, you know, what they're doing, their vision um, is really inspiring to get your own mind rolling. So yeah, yeah, I, I love that so much. What are so you mentioned that this one is financial health. So what's the the other mastermind? So we had actually, um, we had developed an ethics course on exploring your bias. Mm. Um, and, but that was before all of these awful things have been happening. Um, and so we decided, we actually submitted it to CBMT and then we, we felt that it was not the right time to launch that course. Um, we feel it's more of a time right now to listen. Um, so we're going to wait on that course, but that's, that's ready to go as soon as the time is right. And we're just going to kind of feel that one out. Um, so we can focus more on Black Lives Matter instead of um, instead of us teaching that, right? Like, because we we feel like we just have more to learn right now. Yeah. So, but that one's in the works. We also want to develop another ethics course on competency um, as one of the ethical um, ethic areas, and then we've also got a course on mindfulness and DBT skills um, for music therapy and mental health that's developed. Another one that we're hoping to develop has more to do with special needs and developmental um, levels and applying developmental levels from different perspectives to your work, such as like developmentals, developmental levels in play therapy and speech therapy, stuff like that. So how do we utilize that as a music therapist to help our kids progress? So we have a lot of ideas and 
works. I mean, so many different course ideas and we'll just kind of launch those and as, as the timing permits. So. Yeah. Love that. Um, it's also, it's awesome that you took this time to be reflective about your, the, um, biasy ethics course. That's, yeah. 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 We're just like, yeah, we're just a bunch of white therapists doing like white female therapists, privileged white female therapists. Like it is not the right time right now to, to launch a course on this. So mm. we're just going to wait and, I mean, the time will be right. There's, we do need to talk about it in this format at some point. Like the course, we're super excited about it. The whole first module is all about discovering your bias. And the second module is, is challenging your bias. Um, and there's some really rich content in there. And then um, the mastermind in person, like the virtual calls um, with some very deep topics and questions. So we're excited about that one when the time is right. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and again, another conversation that can be tough to have and tough to start. Yeah. So it's great that like people, you know, you're going to sign up for this, say I sign up for that course when it's out and, you know, you have the time set aside to have those conversations and to do that work. So that's great. I'm excited to see that yeah. too. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to add before we move into our rapid fire questions? Oh, I just, I, I want to connect with music therapists and our whole team does. And I think music therapists want to connect with each other. And that's the whole basis of this, right? And it's, it's about connecting in a way where we're looking beyond the how of what we're doing as music therapists. Like this is the intervention I do here, or this is what this looks like. It's looking beyond that and exploring the why so you can go deeper. Why am I doing this intervention? Why does my client need play? Or um, why do I need to explore my bias? And then you come out of that with concrete actions. So it's going beyond the how, exploring the why, and coming out with a completely refreshed vision of, of how we do this work, how we approach it, and um, just, just really deepening our experience through these conversations and masterminds. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. yeah we're, we're stoked. This is, we've been planning it for a while and I'm like, yeah, it's time. Like, let's, <laughs> let's do this thing. <laughs> yeah. There's so many times where I wish I could go back to younger me in undergrad and be like, soak this up more. Enjoy the camaraderie. Yeah. Be part of that conversation. Yeah. Like, um, there's just so much to cram into four years. So it's, it's awesome that you and other people are putting out this stuff to be like, okay, you know, maybe you brushed on this for a week, but like, let's flesh it out right now together. Now that we're all professional. Yeah. And... yeah. Like it's more like a college course almost because you're talking, right? Like yeah. you're in the classroom getting into the deep conversation. So we're, yeah, it's, it's an exciting format. I think. Platform. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of, um, mastermind calls to be facilitating once this is all going <laughs> luckily we've got a team yeah um, and then you know we can bring in other therapists so that's that's the vision and, and like my long-term vision too is to have like trainings from other experts in the field or even other fields that just kind of comes with the package deal and anyway so many ideas we're gonna make this so value-packed for music therapists that it'll just be like i don't know everyone wants to talk to each other so yeah yeah I love that that's um talking about other disciplines that's I, have you you've heard of the creative therapy umbrella podcast have you uh-huh with Kate so I I love her show because it's exactly that it's like she has this music therapy training so I understand what she's saying <laughs> and then I can yeah. learn from the guest <laughs> awesome awesome yeah, yeah. There's, I mean there's so much knowledge out there like it's in people's heads mm. and need to need to pull it out and talk to each other so well said <laughs> awesome are you ready for rapid fire yeah let's do it awesome all right so the questions are short but your answers don't have to be we'll start off with a warm-up coffee or tea you know i don't like either <laughs> i'll say water with a little bit of lemon Fair enough. Warm water or cold water with lemon? Cold. Ah, okay. Well, I guess you're, you're kind of, you're a little south, so it's probably warm down there. <laughs> yeah. Early bird or night owl? 
early bird. I go to bed at 10. If it's 1030, it's pushing it. So <laughs> I get, I'm most creative in the morning. So I usually set my alarm for lately. It's been more like 615, but set my alarm to get up and do my stuff before my kids wake up so that um, I feel like I've accomplished something first thing in the morning. So yeah. sometimes I sleep today. I chose to sleep in and just think instead of act, but that's my general schedule. Good for you. That's been one of the nice things about COVID for, I'll speak to my own experience. I've been home working from home and it has been nice to be like, ah, I can sleep in an extra hour and still get everything done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Something you would tell your younger self. Oh, um, you're doing just fine. Like things are going to work out. I know this is hard right now, but things are going to be just fine. Your music therapy elevator speech. Oh, depends on who I'm talking to. Um, Let's say it's about special needs. So we work with kids with special needs and help them um, through play and creating music together. Um, We can help kids to start to develop language by singing with them and engaging in a way that um, they don't really get anywhere else because it's it's playful and it's full of sound and action and movement. Um, So we we help. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I haven't practiced this for a while. (laughs) Depends on how long they listen. Um, So we work on all kinds of different skills, but it starts with figuring out what does your child need right now and how can music help to achieve that? That's good practice. My goodness. I need to go refine my <laughs> elevator speech. Thanks for that. Uh, anytime. <laughs> I love asking because every single guest has a different answer. And like, I've even had guests be like, well, there is this theory about how you should answer it. And there's this theory about how you should answer it. And um, yeah. there's so like, it, sometimes it's overwhelming. So I'm like, how do I explain music therapy now? Because I've heard how many episodes have I done? I've heard like 60 mm-hmm. different explanations. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what I do oh, anymore. Gosh. Well, and I mean, again, it just depends so much on um, who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me saying that, that's because I met someone at the park this morning who had a little girl with Down syndrome that was at, she recognized me from our Facebook lives um, that I've been doing. And so she was just asking more about it. And that's kind of what I said, because her daughter was struggling with speech. So, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, it's totally dependent on who you're talking to. It so. is. It is. Because if you started talking about like any of the other domains that didn't so much apply, you'd lose them. So. Right. And if I said, yeah, I can help. Like when you're struggling emotionally, it just creates a space for She'd be like, well, my daughter's three and you know, like it just, so my mind is speaking to her just now. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Your favorite self-care practice. Oh, um, that's something I've been struggling with lately because oh. I am a doer. Mm-hmm. And I keep doing so my I've been very intentional in the last couple of weeks to to take breaks. And my one of my favorite things that I've been doing is to go sit outside on our deck. Um, we have a couch out there and I just and it's just surrounded by trees. So just being out there and not having my phone or anything with me, um, just looking at the birds, like letting my mind have an open space um, and then kind of related to that. Sometimes when I feel like I'm cluttered and there's a lot there, I like to clear out my house too, like get rid of stuff. And that just, just this whole mentality of let's create space in my mind and in my heart. And, um, so that I can feel more clearly and think more clearly. Um, and then also doing my own therapy work too. I had a therapy session this week that it's just, it's so, so beneficial. And I also had a foot zoning session, which was cool. Um, that's, yeah, it was, so she like, feels around my feet. So this is like this homeopathic doctor who's a friend of mine. And um, she's just like, yeah, let me try this on you. And so she can like feel different emotional things. She can feel what's happening in my body. Like it was so cool and gave me so much insight. So doing my own work and trying to open space and take breaks. I love that. This isn't one of the rapid fires, but are you a Pisces? Uh, Scorpio, November. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that. Well, the way you were talking about like space and um, you've mentioned like letting your mind kind of take time a few times, which is like a very Pisces trait. So anyway, that was unrelated. (laughs) 
Anyway, yeah. I love that. I love I love your self care ideas. Um, something that's currently adding value to your life. My family. Um, I I feel like I had the opposite experience of everyone with COVID. Like. I was so thrilled to have my kids home from school and thrilled to have my husband home all the time from work. Um, he just went back to work yesterday and I was very sad, Aww. like super, super sad. Um, it just, but it just was this reminder of like how much they mean to me and I just want to be with them. Like I'm considering homeschooling cause I'm just like, Oh my gosh, like there's, I just, I get so much, joy like we all experience so much joy when we spend this time together and so yeah for sure my family gives me the most value yeah I'm still I think I said this on another recording but I'm interested to see how many families go to homeschooling after this and now you know find that it's feasible for them yeah yeah sure uh your favorite intervention or song to use in a session one of my favorite songs in in mental health settings um is I Won't Give Up with Adults from Jason Mraz. Mm -hmm. I just, there's something in that song, like not only do I love to sing it for myself, like I feel so much power when I sing that, especially when it's just like the, even the stars they burn, right? Like getting to that climax, like, oh my gosh, it just, it feels good to me. But I've, there's been so many times where I've felt, um, prompted to share that or inspired or whatever word to use. I don't know what word to use to share that in a session. Um, and it has just like created this, just this blanket of, of comfort, um, for the group. And I don't know, there's just something about that song that I, I think of it, not as a love song. I think of it as like talking to anyone I love, like my family or my kids or so it's, that's a powerful one. Yeah, good one. I like what you said about not thinking of it as a love song because there's so many times in sessions too where I'm singing like in quotes a love song to a client and I'm like, I need to frame yeah. this differently in my mind because you know they like this song so I need it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. that's a whole other conversation about like um, being able to frame a song differently and like both mm -hmm. for yourself and for the client. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I usually, I end up going into that song if they've been talking about someone who has been trying to support them and that they've been almost rejecting that. Mm. Or if they have been talking about um, someone that they really care about. Like in one particular instance, there was um, an adult male in one of my sessions who was talking about his son and that he wants to get better for his son, right? Yeah. Um, and so that song just naturally went into that. Like when I look into your eyes, like thinking of your son, like how does this song create this emotional experience for you that you do, you, you can get better and you, you can um, experience this with your son, this thing that you envision for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm. All right. The last question is, where can the listeners find you and connect with you? And I will link all of the mastermind and all that stuff. But where else can they find you and connect with you? Yeah, so um, so musictherapymastermind.com is our uh, main website. We also have a Music Therapy Mastermind hub. It's a free group on Facebook that our hope there is to uh, create a community for music therapists who have um, a desire to, to really talk with each other in a harmonious way. Like that's one of the aspects of a mastermind is it's very supportive um, and harmonious. I mean, you can disagree with each other, but we support like number one is harmony, mm. like in a spirit of harmony that we do this. Um, so yeah, they can join the mastermind hub and there we can talk about any challenges in business or, um, or clinical work or even ethics. Um, and then, so yeah, music therapy, mastermind.com, the mastermind hub. And, um, then we're on Facebook and, uh, Instagram as well at music therapy, mastermind. Um, I think that's most of them. I mean, I also run harmony music therapy, but that's, that's for my clients. <laughs> I mean, music therapists might get a little bit out of that, but, um, yeah, music therapy mastermind is, is for the music therapy professional. So. 
Awesome. I will link all those things so that people can find it. And uh, this will be out in time for at least your second, your second launch awesome. for people to check out the mastermind group because um, I, I'm excited hearing about it. So I'm sure anyone else listening <laughs> would be really excited to hear about it and uh, check it out for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you. I'm excited to start spreading the word now that it's a real thing. Right? Isn't that it's like you get butterflies, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for making the time to be on the show. I really appreciated talking to you and hearing well, it's about my your pleasure. Vision. Thank you. Have a wonderful day and a good weekend. Okay, you too. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope you've listened to it in time to sign up for the Financial Health Mastermind course if you're interested in doing that. It honestly sounds like such a wonderful resource. Um, money mindset is something that most people struggle with. So to be able to work on that in a specifically music therapy related setting sounds super ideal because um, as we say in this episode it can be hard for us as helping professionals to justify what we're going to charge and um, knowing that unfortunately that means some people might not get services right now for one reason or another obviously related to finances in this particular case so as always if you're enjoying the show please leave us a review find us on social media. And if you're looking for a way to support the podcast financially, which is so, so appreciated, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash music therapy chronicles. That link is in the show notes. Patrons have the exclusive opportunity to ask guest questions. So if you've always wanted to ask a question to someone that's been on the show or maybe more than once, there's your opportunity to do it. And lastly, if you or someone you know is interested in being on the show, or if there's someone you want us to reach out to, you can let us know by sending an email to feedback at musictherapychronicles.com. This week's quote is from Michael Jordan. If you can't stop thinking about it, don't stop working on it.